Now too loud. (laughs) (laughs) But the third bowl of porridge. (laughs) Just just right. right. Here we go. Goldilocks. Welcome to the Sprocket Podcast, where we are simplifying the good life. I'm Lillian Carbake. And I'm Aaron Flores, broadcasting from the People's Republic of Portland, nestled in the heart of Cascadia. We are the show that brings you somewhat irreverent conversation about the intricacies of thinking locally with a global perspective and enjoying the best that life has to offer along the way. Covering bicycling, trains in transit, adventures and life hacks, and today, spies on transit. <laughs> I can't remember what I wrote. I just sort of added like that. Spies like lime. It wasn't very oh, good. Oh, spies like lime. <laughs> That was much more clever, actually. Okay, it was right. a play on the like 1980s Chevy Chase Dan Aykroyd movie. I haven't. I don't know about it. That's why it's, I didn't it's think probably it was older than you are. Actually, yes. <laughs> uh, so we're here with at least one, well, two members of Team Lime and uh, Lillian Karabek as guest host and guest. I'm uh, doing double duty today. Yes, and the organizer of Spy Thirty. Yeah, I like that that became the name. I just refused to name it because I hate naming things, oh, and it like really? became the name. So you just you just made it up like as for for the hashtag. Yeah, yeah. But if you go to the website, it's uh, which is just thirty dot anomaly dot net. Oh, it literally right. says like Lillian's multimodal transportation adventure birthday adventure. <laughs> like I hate naming things, so I just I gave up and I just described it in a really long sentence. See, I was following the wrong hashtag the whole time. <laughs> right. That's actually longer than a tweet. I'm pretty sure the name was longer than a tweet. <laughs> uh, Anna, also of of Lime Team, will be joining us, but Jesse. You're Hello. here in the studio. I am here, and uh, I, I got to be—I uh, got to meet you. I think for the first time. Uh, yeah. On the on the on the Spy Thirty, uh, I forgot the long name already. <laughs> <laughs> I did too. Let's see. Look this up. is great. We're gonna go. But yeah. Even though you've been a part of Stream PDX for a while now. Yeah, from the beginning. Um, we, uh, as the last XOXO Fest was coming together, we really wanted to see how we could parlay. Uh, podcast recording into that, and as well as you know, parlay podcast recording into the what was intended to be a permanent co-working space with the XO Outpost and the um, and uh, you know Taisha. I think was the originator of the idea of having the Stream PDX thing be based out of a Airstream trailer, which is just awesome. And uh, and I had been kind of chomping at the bit to be involved, however I could be, in putting that together. So uh, it came together, it yeah, really good. And so you've been. Organizing meetups for Stream PDX, um, yeah, and I was one of the um, uh, crowbar swingers who kind of turned the inside of this. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, we have you to thank for, yeah. for yeah. a lot of this. Oh, I oh, was there thank too. You so much. <laughs> yeah, I laid too. I laid most of this carpet, um, which was surprisingly challenging because we were working with donated carpet, so we had to like yeah, plan. I- the carpet cutting for this curved space around <laughs> which ones looked good. Uh yes. Yeah, I I, uh, I picked up each square for twenty five cents at ah. uh, at the restore, and uh, it just seemed like the easiest way to delay in a carpet for an irregularly shaped space for the budget we had, which was the nickels out of our couches, basically. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. We didn't really have much at that point. Um, well, we ended up having the the fundraiser in order to pay for to, the yeah, yeah. We, well, when the co-working space kind of ended up having to dissolve because the rent went up because Portland, um, we 
wanted to move it to a new space, and so we had a fundraiser to buy it, essentially, from XOXO, which kind of generously bankrolled us when we didn't have much of a plan to just park an Airstream in the middle of their co-working space. (laughs) Which is pretty cool. Um, It... Uh, it really influenced the acoustics of mm-hmm. the Airstream. Like, you could tell when the door was open or not because there was so much of an echo in that warehouse. Yeah. Um, surprisingly, being outside now, I think, is better for our acoustics. Oh, yeah, definitely. Than, than being in, in, inside, which is kind <laughs> of ironic. The, uh, you know, I on my way here now, I pass a polished, like, new Airstream on my bike route to oh, really? the Stream PDX. And I spend a lot of time going like, oh, if our Airstream was that polished. <laughs> I know. Polishing an Airstream is really expensive, though, guys. Hmm. I looked I into it. I could imagine. There's, I... like, special Airstream polishers who's, like, that's, <laughs> that's their, their job. job. <laughs> These aficionados <laughs> that really perfected the craft. Um, I found the website, and I, I, I discovered I just literally left off a title. And I just said, oh Lillian turns 30 years old on july 7th 2017 so for the first days of her 30 on july 30s on july 8th she is hosting a free multimodal scavenger hunt and urban adventure <laughs> i just so i just yeah. refuse to name it <laughs> so then spy 30 just sort of like came because you needed, well, a, hashtag I needed a hashtag that was follow. shorter than free multimodal right. <laughs> scavenger hunt and urban adventure um but it, it became like kind of a thing that day well, we should yeah. hold on. We we, we should, should probably back up and yeah, explain that. Back up a little bit. Yes. I might have just explained it with my very long title. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, and then it sort of was uh, trending on Twitter for a while. Yeah, it was trending. So pretty much, I won. <laughs> yeah, best birthday ever. Who, yeah, yeah. Who else? There was like, an actual there? winning team, but I won. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, it, it was your birthday, so of it, course it, you, was, you, you it was my birthday. I don't know why I decided to run massive multi-city events for my birthday but people know. usually like sit back and and wait to receive gifts you decided yeah let other people to, take care of them to do all the work and yeah I, this is a consistent issue in my life but i haven't decided that it's time to address it so i just leaned into it right <laughs> future you know, lily's problem is figuring out how to relax how to... <laughs> for all the reasons you you uh, could be trending on twitter on your birthday that's probably one of the better ones it's not <laughs> like point, a right, yes. nationwide manhunt or yeah, something yeah or... no that's that's true maybe my goal should never be to tr- be trending on twitter again uh on my birthday um i'm really interested so do we need to do what order are we doing this in should we just should we just dive into an explanation of what this is? I guess First, since we're, or do you we're already do calendar? we're already here, right? So I guess yeah, okay. Or I think most bracket listeners are pretty accustomed to the order to the free form yeah. of. Or you know, we should probably all talk at the same time. Yes. <laughs> no, uh, about what happened today. Oh yeah. Because I'm well. First off, we've got a lot of uh, voicemails. From people who, oh. who've called the spot, well, at least three, which is way more, <laughs> which is way more than we normally get. Yeah, that's know? notable for a podcast <laughs> yeah. of your size. Yeah, that there is a cosmological event, and people and decide people felt like they needed to, to tell you tell us about it. Yeah, also like you didn't know. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> maybe they thought you had forgotten. <laughs> right. <laughs> We've been pretty quiet about it on Twitter. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I just I just walked out my door, and luckily enough, I had a clear enough 
view of the sky that I was able to see. We the, didn't actually explain what happened. We didn't. Yeah. No, I just went right into yeah. it and said, this For is people what that are not located <laughs> in a state that has a, is in the path of totality, path of totality, you may not have been all of the conversation being dominated <laughs> about traffic and the sky. For the, like, what um, was it? For the last month and a half, at least. It's been, it's been pretty nonstop. Right. And the shortage of eclipse glasses, that's the story you'll never stop hearing. Yeah. And the Amazon bogus I had ones. Extra. And, right. Oh, you monster! Someone just dropped some in. <laughs> someone just dropped some in our mailbox one day. Oh wow! We're like, did the U.S. mail just decide to like drop? <laughs> <laughs> we care about your eyes at USPS. Well, not my eyes, apparently. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you didn't tip your uh, your mail carrier on this. I never know you? who to tip and who not to tip. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good union job. <laughs> the um. So the eclipse happened. Yes. Did you, where did you go? Much of Oregon was in the path of totality. Yeah. I mean, well. Yeah, Oregon lucked out. I mean, obviously because we're the westernmost in the path of totality, which is the most metal name of almost any astrological. <laughs> Good point. Although Good point. I think I'm officially think. over the word totality after know, today. <laughs> it was like really exciting. And now I'm just like, all right, guys. Um. Yeah, so uh, with, we were really close to it. Salem, I think, was kind of dead center there. De- yeah, dead so center. So that would be the yep. closest it, travel it for most people in Portland. It made on the Oregon coast, though. Like, we right. were the beginning. Right. So we, not only did we have, like, a huge swath of the state that was in it, it also was, We like, were the first we were the contiguous. First. Right. We were the state. first, y'all. <laughs> I did more or less what Aaron did and just kind of stepped out my front door. I, um... I mean, I didn't sleep super good, so I made sure to set my alarm because I was ah, going to sleep super ah, late. And right, so I right. kind of, like, bedraggled myself out the front door and then sort of, like, surrounded by the other people in my apartment complex who, like, think half of them were already drunk and it's, like, 9.15 <laughs> in the morning. And I'm like, I don't know if I can hang with this. I just woke up. So I kind of, like, took my folding chair, like, down the street to the parking I lot. Want you to do a, <laughs> I want you to do a radio series about your apartment complex because I feel like there's a lot of stories about your. It's pri- pretty. Wild. I think it's because you're fun employed right now. <laughs> yeah, but- <laughs> right. It's, I got the rear window situation going on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got up at three thirty uh, to max. Yes. Out and then bike. So. Um, you took the very first Max out of town. It actually wasn't the first. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. There's even one earlier. There was that. one earlier. Um, we biked to. We live right next to the Hollywood Transit Center, and we we biked to Gateway, which is about three miles away at 4.15 in the morning. Um, we had to have our tacos in the morning before we go out. Oh, um, right. And, uh, By yeah, the way, we, Anna's really get trying to get me on the breakfast tacos. Dude, breakfast taco train is the best train. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have made that part of Spy 30, I would have. Oh, you, everyone like, has to make like yeah their, bonus their points if you tweet me tacos. pictures of your breakfast tacos <laughs> um ideas for next time we'll talk about why there may or may not be a next time uh oh. later uh the uh yeah so we biked we biked um about we biked from Clackamas, so we took the Max to Clackamas Town Center. We were totally prepared for the Max to be completely full, and so we planned in, like, four possible Maxes that we could catch. Oh, really? So we that's part of the reason we got there so early is because, like, we they were predicting the apocalypse pretty much on all transportation for, for systems. All, yeah. Right. And so we, um, you know, we thought about doing the West, which is our heavy rail commuter rail that goes out. It goes like three miles. The end of, of it, it goes like three starts, miles from what? Like in Beaverton or it starts in Beaverton and goes to Wilsonville. If you know Oregon geography and um, Beaverton is uh, 
it's, it's like a suburb. over the west coast. yeah it's a suburb yeah. like it's about 45 minutes on train yeah. from from central portland and we live literally right next to Hollywood Transit Center, so we could have just directly taken a train to Beaverton and then hopped on the west. Sure, but um, west. I was, I'm curious why you biked out to the Gateway Transit Center well, versus just picking it up. At so Hollywood. there were two key things in there. One, we were not sure if we were going to be able to catch the Canby Ferry, and um, and it's really really hard to cross the river if you go over to the Beaverton side. Uh. Um, and so we essentially were trying to plan. A route that did not involve any shared car bridges or um, having to take a freaking ferry. Because um, right. it can be ferry. God love it. But it's not the most reliable form of transportation. And so, um, and essentially, the path of totality started after the other side of the you had to You had to cross the river. Right. Um, and uh, we found a nice swimming hole that was like, well, Aaron did... Uh, my partner Aaron, not this Aaron Flores, but different Aaron, uh, did a, literally all the work because I'm leaving the country in seven days, and I have a book <laughs> oh, that's dead- right. and is- I have a book deadline this week, <laughs> and so I'm I'm just like I was like I will go, I will give you a whole day. But and I will bike as far as you want <laughs> this me to is bike. All you get, though. but you have to do all the route planning, and you have to make sure that we have enough snacks. And, and that I was just essentially like, I even made him go buy me a new. Like I gave him my credit card and made him go buy me a new hand pump because I oh like, literally can't handle any any. Thing extra right now. I'm glad you you spilled those details now before <laughs> Anna got here. Her and I are going on our first bike camping oh, adventure nice. together. So you got all those oh, all those yeah. stipulations. Now you're not going to give her any ideas. I, to, to be fair, <laughs> I have planned every other bike trip that Aaron and I have ever been on. Ah, yeah. Um, because I like introduced. He had never been bike camping before he met me, and so oh, really? yeah, I took him on his first trip, and you know we've now done quite a few trips, but I've planned all of them, especially because I used to be the on the board of Cycle Oregon oh, that right. leads bike camping <laughs> trips in Portland. Like, I know my way around bike camping. Um, so, yeah, we, we rode out. We had a couple people join us. But what was crazy, there were thousands of bikes on the road hmm. on really? 213 going out. Oh, it was, man. It was a nonstop bike parade. Like, I would have loved to see that. So I've done Cycle Oregon a few times, which is like a, a week-long rural Oregon. Actually, I've stayed in most of the cities that were in the path of totality. Wasn't there talks of like Cycle Oregon doing an eclipse kind I, of thing? I don't know, but there there was a bike to the eclipse, which I found yeah. out about like last night, of course. Yeah, I was we like, found that out was, last night. Yeah, I was like, damn, I would have done that. I like benefited bike farm. I was like, oh, that sounds great. I, oh, like, shit, really? Yeah, I, I love those guys. I saw it like when I was at the bike shop getting chain lube before riding out today, yeah. and I was like, oh, darn it. Um, but uh, yeah, no, it was like, so Cycle Oregon is like, what's really cool about it is that it's on regular roads. They're not closed off. It's not like a race, but they do try to like, you know, they put big road signs up that say thousands of bikers on road this weekend to like oh, alert really? drivers. Yeah. And they like warn, you know, they get it out in local media because these are all small towns. So they right, tell right. people like, hey, don't run into bikers. <laughs> um, but it's all like, I am incredibly unusual on Cycle Oregon. I'm like 30 years younger than the average participant and like a lot more female and uh, <laughs> a, lot more female. a lot more female. And, um, I also ride like an upright bike and I wear skirts and, um, it is all like carbon fiber and aluminum and like fat, go generally, fast bikes. Yeah. Generally and people has in spandex that, yeah. that like don't do loaded. 
touring and it's it's fun but it's um you know and the power of being on the road with 2500 other bikes is really fun because you're literally like always passing or being passed by bikes and like right um but it's a little less crazy than stp which is seattle to really? portland yeah, right yeah. is a little the too much like i'm always passing mile and, race yeah. from seattle to portland but the crowd was a lot more right. like stp in that like stp has a lot of people like I've seen people do it on razor scooters and like <laughs> I saw someone do it on Heelys, which sounded crazy <laughs> to me. Um, those like little yeah, yeah. wheelie I'm shoes. I'm just thinking like how do you get enough momentum to like stay- to do a hundred two yeah. centuries back to back? I have no idea. I'm gonna jog for a while and then then coast, <laughs> no and then idea. jog some more and coast. Especially like if you can't hit electric any gravel assisted on those wheelies. <laughs> there you go. People do them on crazy things, um, but it was like. It was like cycle organ, but if everybody had a had their commuter pannier with them and was wearing jeans instead, okay. like yeah. there were definitely some sp- like spandexers out there, and like more power to you. Um, I was wearing my like wool bike jersey, so I was wearing a jersey too. But um, uh, it was like a little more diverse of a crowd. Like I saw like right. lots of parents with kids and people hauling trailers. I I saw someone hauling a full grown adult on the back of a Yuba Mundo, which seemed challenging to do on a highway. But I would imagine so. Um, and we were sailing past all the cars. I mean, it was hundreds of bikers, and then and the cars were stuck. pretty much oh. standstill. And it was and <laughs> I always like, get it. I always get like a on, little going uphill, like <laughs> yeah. passing all the cars. Oh. That is real fun. It's hard not to be a little bit smug. It was, <laughs> oh, oh, I was like pretty much trafficking in smugness today. Yeah. It was great. Uh, no pun intended. Um, the uh, yeah, so we went to a watering hole. There was a couple hundred people there. Maybe maybe a hundred. There was really limited parking. It was just a swimming hole. It was an official park, but it was just by the side of the road. So there was limited car parking. So essentially right. not that many people went, but it was, um, we got like 45 seconds of total eclipse. If we had gone like another 20 miles, we could have maybe gotten up to two minutes. <laughs> um, still, that's it was still really cool. Pretty cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm like not sure why people are eclipse chasers but it was really cool to see the total this was the first time i'd seen a total one did you see like the little f- oh like, yeah it the was corona and, I mean, everybody the... was cheering yeah. and like there was something that's something that... that fascinates me so i've been watching youtube videos and, of and you like can't the one control. in australia the I one in like cheer. in like <laughs> indonesia and like yeah people are like just waiting and waiting and then like it happens and everyone's like screaming and cheering and I'm like, this is fascinating. We're like cheering for nature. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which is like, like really cool. Yay. Non-entity that, you know, <laughs> can't really appreciate my cheering. It, it really, it makes me think we don't necessarily cheer for the people we're cheering for as much as we're cheering like kind of as a release or an expression yeah, for like kind of like kind of a communal experience or like when you cheer at the end of the movie the people who made the movie can't hear you right, right but right. you're kind of like just bonding with the people around you like fuck yeah this was great like right so i i feel like i could write a thesis on this as someone who used to be a soccer capo oh. <laughs> so like literally conducting thousands of people to cheer and clap regardless of whatever is happening on the field <laughs> you smash that car you flip that mailbox yeah, yeah. particularly fun when we're at matches like when we're watching in bars and we're still right. leading cheers, like they they definitely cannot hear you. Right. <laughs> um, no, it's great well, though. I mean, I love the, the idea of people cheering for the eclipse is awesome. I love it. It's I love that. Um, it's kind of like a victory of science. Like, hey, scientists predicted it and it happened. Right. right. Like, wow. It's, it turns out I, not, they're it not is, just winging it. Right. It is it's weird actual... to think about like when before they knew because like you know essentially like a massive war in Europe started 
Right. Because King saw eclipses <laughs> as really, really bad omens, right. <laughs> and that kicked off like a level of paranoia. World, that world is, is ending. We gotta conquer yeah, everything like, we can. Yeah, yeah, and so like, imagine not knowing that right. that's gonna, and then that that shit happens, and you're like, <laughs> oh my god. The um, we went out with our friends, and they brought their eight and their eleven year old, and the eight year old said, "I am not ashamed to say that it was so cool that I cried real tears." Oh, that's pretty <laughs> awesome. Yay. Yeah, the not knowing about the eclipse is a key plot point in a, a Tintin, that French comic for young oh, people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, Prisoners of the Sun, Tintin knows an eclipse is coming, and they're captured by these like ancient Incan tribe or so, you know. Tintin wasn't the best at being like racially tolerant, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, he, he declares that he'll blot out the sun to show that the gods are on his side if they don't get let go, and then this eclipse happens. And I think because I was so young when I was reading those books, that was the first time I'd ever heard the word eclipse. So that was how I learned about it. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. The eclipse was int- it was fun. I biked fifty miles today, which I totally need to do before I like film a video this week and finish a book. And- yes. Yes, definitely. Leave on a I mean, I think, country it, I think trip it's in, in, seven in preparation days. for it. Anna has just joined us. Um, Hello. Try it again. Oh, yep. Not okay. yet. No. Are you there? Am I here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Now we have three members of Team Lime. <laughs> Team yeah. Lime. Do, do you want a drink? Preferably a lime-themed drink. Is it in the trailer? <laughs> it yeah. is. Again. They're, they're right there. <laughs> <laughs> again. I don't think Aaron mentioned, but he made, he hand assembled a basically improv oh, yeah. DIY yeah. cooler yeah. Uh, yeah. for the second time, uh, filled with on theme uh, drinks. Well, I was, so I was I was afraid because I got here kind of early. I was afraid that they would get warm. So you no got one, twenty more pounds of ice. No, it was only no. seven. It was only yeah. seven pounds this time around. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's a genius. It's a genius device. Ingenious. All right, um, and incidentally, this was this was completely subconscious. I guess it's not coincidental, like like you said, Jesse. This is not coincidental. Yeah. I don't think it's subconscious either. I think you're trying to con us. And say, <laughs> <laughs> I was not thinking you're about like, this. But I'm I so it. clever. I didn't okay, so, even know I was okay, doing. Okay, so this. you brought okay subconsciously. You bought lime Lacroix, yes. lime kombucha, and a lime Kolsch uh, from Burnside Brewing. Yes, and you're gonna say that so you didn't even notice. I I didn't. I totally like didn't think <laughs> about it until you guys pointed it out. When you were checking, I took a out picture that... of all the drinks, so hopefully they can put them up in the show notes. Oh yeah, totally. The guy at the register wasn't like, "Oh, you like lime, huh?" No, they they don't ask questions. They don't ask questions. <laughs> Another one of these lime lovers. Just get them out yeah, of here. Uh, <laughs> so much green. Um, well. We were talking about the eclipse, but it yes. might be time to transition into the actual topic now that you're here. Sounds great. Which we have covered pretty much yeah. not at all, except to make fun of me for not having a real name for it. So, And for Which, blowing your whole birthday yeah, on did like you, going way overboard to make yeah. something for everyone else. <laughs> did you know the name of, of the event for Lillian's birthday? Spy 30? That is not the name. We just found this out. That's earlier. what everybody yeah. called we, it. Though, well, yeah. I thought that's what the name was too. The, the answer is that I didn't. I hate no. naming things, so I just no. didn't name it, and I called it a free multimodal scavenger hunt and urban adventure in an, in an effort to not name it. Yeah, I mean, it was your birthday, yeah. so no names needed. That yeah, I don't think I've ever yourself. named my birthday. Yeah, I did. Of have course, to, this is different than any birthday I did, I've right. ever <laughs> Right. I also felt like I needed to explain that this was not the kind of thing that you could just RSVP to and not show up. Like, right. yes. this, oh, is yes. Not, yes. this is yeah. not sitting on my porch for my birthday, guys. This is yeah. a thing. This is a thing. 
And the reason you for that is... You need to come is... prepared with snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. the reason for that is, because I don't think we've really truly laid out what the format no, of the thing was. No, we have not. I really yeah. want you guys we to explain it. But as oh, participants, Are I want you brought your passport. Which <laughs> I did. I forgot. I, 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 I've had it pinned up anything. on my corkboard because um, I like it so much. Look at this yeah. great picture of me. I keep seeing your uh, this is your, terrible your, radio your photo, your yeah. passport photo. But yeah, this, <laughs> that's awesome. We have all of those stored <laughs> in the thing that we took the picture of. Oh, and nice. So we are going to put them all up when we write the. Re- we did a terrible job of wrap-up blog posts and feedback. We, like, yeah, ran the why event. Would you, why <laughs> would you want to? Because, like, i got to remember I did this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely. Um, I do have some really good participant feedback that I'd love to share, though. Yeah. They're really good. But let's explain what get, it was first. Right, get, it, get it in the chamber, but... Um, yeah. Well, it's just, since Aaron's running off, I guess maybe it falls to me to try and explain this. I need to get another drink. Please just punch in and just correct me all the times I'm wrong. But um, it was a uh, more or less all day uh, ev- event slash competition where about ten teams ish mm-hmm. uh, of kind of three to six people per team. Yep. Uh, Except one mega team, but they had kids. One mega team with we kids. The kids is half. half Cheat, team cheating, one cheating team who brought their <laughs> cheating, super brilliant children I knew in. It. I knew it. As ringers to ruin us. Um, uh, divided into, and then participated in, in a, all over the, the city and kind of almost all, all over the county, uh, scavenger hunt, spy themed scavenger, spy kombucha themed <laughs> scavenger <laughs> transportation. Yeah, kombucha made a, made a big. Hunt. Made a big uh, uh, appearance. Yeah, there. that's right. Yeah. I think it's an and uh, so it, at the beginning, everyone met their teams, which you had pre pre planned, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and and did a little kind of like pre recon stuff, and then we all set out. And based on a, um, a hand assembled passport booklet, which I still have mine. This is uh, this is like all out. This is really nice. The corners are rounded on it. Round I just want to point corners. out. Thank you very much to Joey Hagedorn, my friend who flew up for the event from San Francisco. Wow. Who oh is very? Gosh. He's he's. I was working on these, kind of freaking out because literally I was assembling them like the day before, which was my actual birthday. <laughs> so yeah, um, and. Uh, he, I had this like quarter rounder that's like from Martha Stewart living. Like, you know, it's like meant for oh, making cute, tiny, like, yeah, small. like yeah. things in your, um, and I was like, oh, I need to assemble 80 of these. Um, and, uh, he assembled them all with me. We cut and assembled them all. And, um, so much so that we killed the corner cutter <laughs> and he, he, he struggled out the last couple I had to leave for, you know, winding on the yacht, but I had booked a massage for my birthday and, um, and he was like, which is so what most sweet. people would do for their birthday. And then that's it. That's a big birthday for me. <laughs> I had like a laundry list of activities I needed to complete. I was like, I have to go to the Rose Garden. I have to go get a massage. I, and then I need to assemble 80 passports. And then also I need to send out all of the information ahead of time for this event. And, you know, coordinate a team of 15 volunteers. And yeah. Right, so, right, and then there's the showrunners, 15 volunteer oh, yeah. showrunners, yeah. so making it happen. So, yeah, seven missions can be done in any order. They're all here in the uh, passport booklet, and um, each one is worth 50 points. Almost all of them have, like, variants or extra credit that you could do for additional points, and uh, one of them was kind of all small things that kind of add up and can be multipliers. We did okay. I thought we did okay. We crossed the finish line. 
Yeah. Hey. Which all of the teams finished. Yeah. I just want to. Yeah. I was really worried that it was like gonna be too hard, and yeah. every team completed and finished the mission and made it back on time. Well, that's like, cool. So I I feel pretty good about that. Although the team with seven people where they all had to take passport photos is the last challenge. <laughs> like sent in a picture of them taking all the passport photos, and we're like. They we'll have kids and seven yeah. people. We're gonna give them. We're gonna give it to them. And the scoring was kept track of via Twitter, where as you complete, as your team completed each challenge, you would send a picture of proof. Hashtag of the challenge and hashtags by thirty, which is how the the name. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. Evolved. How we kind of glommed onto that name. Yeah. I mean, whatever. I'm fine with this being the name. <laughs> I, I just I just didn't want to name anything because uh, I think naming things is the worst. And as a small business owner, I constantly have to name things, and I hate it. Like I I would if it was... I I would totally like hire my, myself out as a naming consultant. See, oh, I yeah, literally have talked about wanting to put someone on retainer that can just <laughs> name things <laughs> for me. Like, I want that more than I want a lawyer on retainer. Like, I, I can look over my own contracts, but I like naming stuff is the worst. That's a different story. Um, the, uh, and you and your partner had built a yeah, so my tweet sweet, scraper. My sweetie, Aaron, did, made all the software, which is because he's also a crazy person that, like, thinks that... I mean, he just built me, like, a very complicated website for this trip I'm going on um, that, like, tracks my location at five-minute intervals. He also built a tracker for your time for the, traveling to the eclipse. Oh, well, that was actually the website he built for the trip, and we were testing oh it out gosh. for the eclipse. Oh, so that's, that's actually for... You'll be able to see my route from Dublin to Shanghai... Oh, in a week, starting amazing. in a week, and you'll be able to see where I'm at on that. Um, I now know why, maybe, he has an appointment at Clever, and it says it has to be done by the end of the day, and I suspect. Maybe it has something to do with Never mind. We should, <laughs> have, we should edit that out. <laughs> it's not a HIPAA problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's all clicking. No. Well, let's go back to, to like, team uh, makeup, because... Very few of us actually knew each other. Well, uh, right. Lime Team. The two of you knew team each Lime. other. Team we Lime didn't. forever. Cheers. Team, Li- team Lime forever in these Lime-themed drinks here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Till the end of Lime. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, do, we get, do we have to like all take a drink uh, every time there's yes. a lime theme yes. song? <laughs> um, I like that but, three of our drinks are not I alcohol. know. <laughs> we still have a drinking game. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get so pro- probiotic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyways, yeah, we didn't know each other at all, uh, and most of the teams didn't really know the majority of each other, right? I or... wouldn't say that necessarily. No. Um, so I was I was mentioning before the podcast that like one of the funnest things about this was it. So I run a ton of events as my job, right? Like, so right. I'm a I've been a fundraiser for years. I I run a lot of like political events and um, fundraising events and. But this was the first time I'd run something where, like, not only could I just decide not to invite someone, like, I could just, it was my freaking birthday (laughs) party, right? Like, I was running it like a real, like, a real event with, like, actual event planning skills, but I also was like, it's my birthday party, I can do whatever I want. Right. Um, And because of that, it kind of felt like wedding seating arrangement to make teams, but, like, with an extra level of complication, because I had to factor in, like... How fast are they? What are their like? What are the team's different energy levels? Um, 
you know, how competitive are they going to be? Uh, I had a lot of people come into the city, like come to Portland to participate in this. Like I had friends fly in from other cities. And so it was really important that like an out of towner didn't get, uh, I couldn't like, have an entire all team of out-of-towners. Out yeah. yeah. It wasn't super important to have Portland knowledge, but it was definitely helpful to at least oh, yeah. have one yeah. person. Right. And, like, a couple of those people don't live in Portland anymore, but but used to. And I sort of had to kind of weigh, like, five years ago, are you going to, like, know all the neighborhoods? Right. Or, like, you know, there's a, a whole bridge and a whole new transit line went yeah. up since then. And so... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and also, like, people that ride transit versus people that don't. Like, because I knew mm-hmm. that there were some ringers who, like, you know, one of the people who participated is a Max driver. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. That's great. Oh, That's great. Is... I, I was sort of like, okay, well, I got to be I gotta be careful. Um, right. Put all the human anchors on his team. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I wanted, I also, like, it was fun, just like a wedding where you get a, you get to be like, I want these people to know each other. Yeah. Like, I love these people, and I think, and they're from totally different sh- parts of my life, and I, like, want them. Yeah, so. and that's that was what I kept saying to you after the finish line, was like, <laughs> you picked a great, I mean, I really like the matchmaking that you did here, because I really love the team, and just hanging out with them all day was so much fun. It, so. yeah. it was super fun. Um, the hard thing was that there was a couple people with kids and it was like trying to mash up the the kid teams and it, eventually i actually just put them all on but there was an eight and 11 year old and then like a one-year-old and oh, that you know yeah. so it was like okay well how competitive are you interested in being um because i knew the parents of the one-year-old are actually probably going to be really competitive <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh and initially i was going to mar- match them up with um so credit where is credit due the structure for this game came from a game I played four years ago called Who Whacked Fairless Square? Yes. That was uh, run by um, was it Portland Afoot. Portland, yeah, I was going to say Oregon Walks, but I didn't. Yeah. I didn't no, that was, was right. it was Portland Afoot back yeah. when I was on the Portland Afoot podcast team. But it was – so it, so that was both you and Michael Anderson? That, yeah, that was our podcast. Yeah. And, um, but I – so here's the thing. It was my – it's my favorite day in Portland I've ever had was that game. Oh, and. I so part of the reason I wanted to recreate it was because I was like oh, I really want to make this happen again, but I also wondered how much of that was due to the fact it is the only event I've ever been to in my whole freaking life that I did not organize in some way, run the bar. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I didn't. I didn't even participate in the planning in any way because I was finished. I finished my thesis the day before, right. so I didn't get to do the. I you know I was invited to do the drive right. run and help with planning, and I I had you no capacity it for it at all, yeah, right. and so. I I went in cold. I knew nothing about it. I didn't know the sponsors. You know, like for me, that's a, a notable accomplishment to go to an event and not already be like assigned to work the door at the very <laughs> least. Um, and uh, so uh, part of this was maybe just testing if the event was really fun. If I was running it, right. So and I, you know, maybe and... I have control issues. It was it was it was really but, yeah. it was really fun to run. Like I so you know I I. I organized an event for nine years called Bowie versus Prince. Yes. Really massive bike ride in Portland. Um, and I was, I was going to end it on year 10, but then they both died in year nine. And I was like, okay, this is a good, this, this yeah. is the year to end it. And, um, and the reason I was, I was always wiped yeah. at the end of that ride. It is. Well, it's so, a long ass ride. It's a long One. ride. It's actually not that many miles. It's just no, like, no, no. it's like a nine hour long ride. Yeah. And, and I, th- it increasingly became just like I used to organize the WNBR and it increasingly became about organizing a dance party that I run for pretty much no budget 
that is safe to get 1,500 people and their bikes into. Right. And making sure that we, like, don't get the cops called on, on us. And I, you, you can't drop, you know, there's a lot of, like, late night dance party rides that you just drop them on a river and are like, hey, you know, and you maybe find some people that stay up late that can clean up some trash. You cannot do that with 1,500 people. It is not acceptable anymore. And, like, you know, I I was working in politics for the last one. Like, I, like, I... I know all the city council. I am going to get that call. Right. Like the PPB yeah. has, since the very first year of the ride, has had my number ahead of time for, and knows the route and they know. And and it was so stressful. Like, I go to bed at, like, I normally go to bed at, like, 930. That ride, I never got <laughs> like to bed before 5 a.m. Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm literally, like, cleaning yeah. a warehouse in five-inch platform boots <laughs> right. at 3.30 in the morning trying to shove the one last drunk person into a taxi. No. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's being a nightclub owner, yeah. pretty much, you know? And I had to hire security and, really? and run a bar. And it's, like, and I spent all of my time fundraising. Uh, you know, like, I had to spend a bunch of time finding sponsors to be able to run a dance party instead of riding a bike ride, right? right Which is like, right. I started this because I wanted to dress up in funny clothes and ride bikes. Ride the bike. I didn't yeah. want to stay up till 3 a.m. and let alone 5 a.m. And, and so this was the first time that I was like, oh, well, if I'm going to do it myself, it's going to be in the middle of the day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to end at four. Yeah, yeah. So like, you can still go have dinner. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look on the website, the schedule literally says, like, we will be wrapped by 7.30 because yeah. I like to go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. And I did not want to be, like, doing dishes until midnight, you know. Um, and and so it was really fun to run. I So the thing about Bowie versus Prince is that every time after I ran it, I'd be like, never again. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, the next yeah. day, I would be wiped, and I'd be like, oh, I'm never doing this again. I, you know, I like, I would struggle my way out to brunch, and then inevitably to the venue to like sweep up a bunch of cigarette butts, and you know, like the next day. Oh, you have to go back. Oh, almost always. Uh, There's always something, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, like bike racks to be picked up. Like I have to like organize transport of massive bike racks to park 1500. But you know, it's just a huge event for like I don't get paid for it. Right. Um, yeah. And. Uh, and if anybody does something stupid, it's my head, um, which is hard after midnight that people do stupid things yep. when they're dressed <laughs> as Bowie at midnight. Um, and uh, and the day after Spy 30, both Aaron and I, who he did all the software and like ran the HQ for scoring, we both were like, I think we would, I think we would do that again. Nice. <laughs> which is a very different feeling than like mm. biking home when the sun's coming up from organizing uh, Bowie versus Prince and being like, oh. So um, that was a long-winded way of saying, yeah, it was actually really, really <laughs> fun to organize. Well, um, well, from your experience, you knew what was going to be important to cover and not be responsible for and what were your priorities in terms of the timing of the day and what, you know, you yeah, cared about and what you didn't. there was something about – there was a bunch of unknowns, though. Right. I mean, it is it, – because it was in so many parts of the city and I had so many moving parts and literally moving parts like trains. <laughs> right, <laughs> like, right. like there was just a lot – you know, we had a – we had like our – you know, what if this happens scenarios list. I'm an event planner. So like we had the like, what if TriMet is shut down? What do we do? What if, (laughs) what if it is 200 degrees outside? What do we do? Like, what if someone has a massive crash and gets Mm. hit by a train? Like, you know, we had all of the doomsday scenarios and one, none of them came to pass, which is great. But also like, there was just so many of them where the answer was just, I guess we're just not organized. Like (laughs) everybody just come go home. (laughs) You know, um, so many things were like out of my control, which was frustrating, but also kind of beautiful because you just can't prepare for a lot of the scenarios. So yeah, um, it was fun. What was 
what was some of the ground rules? Let's just go over sort of the yeah. frameworks because this was this is honestly like part of what made this event so unique and and also like so much fun. Um, I mean, so for one, we all had to do it by transit. Yep. No bicycles. No, no bicycles. <laughs> Getting our bikes out, like all right, and then oh, no like, bikes, oh. no zip cars, no, yeah. No, yeah. Uh, no bikey town. Um, you guys had the cutest. You sent in a video <laughs> that was that was one of you. It was you. It was no, just. It was Aaron. Oh, it was Aaron. Yeah. oh yes. And yeah. it was just all it said. It was like not in response to any of the missions. No. It was just nope. so we tempting, just and it was Aaron walking towards a zip car, and yeah. and then all of his teammates attacking him and going no. no. Uh, that was we got a big laugh in headquarters for that. Yeah. Uh, I think yeah. that was Aaron's idea, if I remember right. Sure, yeah, I'll, I'll take credit for it. It was definitely my was... idea. Okay, all right. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You're right. Uh, Dang it. Um, I, I got you a quest bar. I, I have a. That's hilarious and kind of sad because I also have a quest bar. Oh, this is the most expensive snack dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, had to be done all by transit. No bikes, no rideshare. Yep, nothing like that. Um, all of the events, or what it what it, you would call, I don't know. Yeah, the missions. Missions. Yeah, thank you, um, were yeah. all sort of transit related as yeah. well. Well, they um, were all near a transit thing. Um, the we essentially we designed the missions, and then I had my dad drink some whiskeys and design a story around it. Like the story definitely did not, as you could tell, I mean, it was, it was fun, but it wasn't like an overwhelming story. Right, we were right. like, uh, the, um, the one that we, we based all didn't it on, have to like put on personas. Or yeah, like yeah. Yeah. You know, Oh God, if I had made it like a murder mystery <laughs> thing where you have to like have a costume and learn it, that's yes. too much. You are a foggy winter bottle. <laughs> the hill people. I, I went to one of those and it was such an amazing birthday party as, as far as the effort that went into it. But yeah. like I had to be a croupier and I was like, I don't even know what a croupier is. <laughs> yeah. Crap. Do I have to learn I, how to deal poker time. cards? <laughs> that's the first oh, time I've even yeah, heard yeah. that word. <laughs> Yeah, it was stressful. That was a really stressful. And I think it fell apart because they but wanted too many people at the birthday the, party. The beauty of it was, like, you've got this sort of overlying framework, but, yeah, you didn't have to, like, I mean, I still sort of was in my quote-unquote spyware. Yeah. But you didn't have to, like, really, I don't know, you didn't have to take on a persona, Yeah, I guess. yeah. No, um, the spy, you know, it was purely, the story was purely incidental. It, but, like, if you tell people, like, you're going to compete to ride the most max trains, it's less attractive <laughs> sure. yeah. than yeah. telling them, like, there is a spy-themed thing. But um, And the theme did carry through in terms of, like, what the stops were and we, what the people, like, the, the the volunteers that we interacted with and stuff. Like, we, the, the number station was super cool and getting the visa photo was super cool. We and had that so all did many more the mission ideas than yeah. we could possibly, uh-huh. like, so this, actually, the StreamPDX studio was possibly going to be one of the mission station stations. Oh, really? Nice. Um, and then it was like... Is it like, come in and record a, a thing? We or? were going to make people record a podcast and, like, send it in as, like, a... Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> it, it was good. They were closed that week, and honestly, it. I'm really glad we didn't do it, because I think it would have been really hard to coordinate. Sure. Um, and one of the main reasons we didn't do it is there's no rail stop right next to here. Right. So you would have had yeah. to walk or catch the bus, which is... Um, we had some people with visual disabilities that we, oh. like didn't necessarily want to put them up for having to walk a bunch of blocks. Sure. And so, um, although there was a fair amount of walking for everybody, I would say. Yeah. 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 I don't remember how many miles we walked, but it was you got your six steps or seven. In. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we got, yeah, we got the steps in. 
Um, we failed to mention one of the. So let's go through all the missions. Yeah, sure. Oh, do you yeah. want to? I have the. No, you, I feel like I want you guys to describe them. <laughs> I have my own ideas about them. Okay. But I want to hear your ideas. Well, I'm going to make one we of you can, guys do it because uh, it's. We I, can take turns. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, coming into coming into my team, I, I there was a little bit of like getting to know you period at the beginning mm-hmm. before we actually set out, which was really good because there's a little bit of like, well, you know, we don't know each other that super well, just like on how to interact, but we also don't know each other super well in terms of like, do you know anything about the bus lines? Of this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was yes. one of there's our first a little bit of like dipping our toes, like yeah. so so. so I've ridden the Max a bunch. <laughs> there's four lines. There's yellow, <laughs> yeah. blue, green. Red? <laughs> You're missing I, one I, of them, too. I, I, I better not be the one who knows the most on this team, because I know nothing. There was a lot of that sort of, yeah. uh, I like, don't know, deer do you, in the headlights kind of like... Do you know like, what we're doing? Yeah, <laughs> like, we're, will you make an agenda plan? <laughs> yeah. It, uh, was, it was pretty clear to me, like, from the get-go, that, like, all of us had, like, a little piece of something... That, yeah, you know, but none of us, and as far as our as Team Lime, Team goes, Lime, yeah, drink. <laughs> that wasn't a pun. <laughs> oh, God, Making no. you drink, anyways. Let me, let me think. Uh, one. <laughs> as far as as far as the team goes, like I don't think any of us could come out and say like I am the resounding like you know transit person here but I, there was something yeah, that there all of us had there wasn't any time where it was like well we're all just doing whatever so and so says right. it was always kind of a, everything was pretty democratic which was really fun um yeah i mean i feel like that was one of the things that i went into planning there was like one team where they all were oh and yeah and they won they were all so they, i mean the team that won to, this tells you the kind of skills that go and in, factor into it. They were all transportation planners. Uh. Um, and they actually, I sent out the instructions ahead of time. I was like, you don't have to look at them, but if you want to get acquainted with them, you know, I, I sent them out like two days ahead of time. Right. And they. I spent many nights, or well, those two <laughs> nights, anyways, like pouring over them. Yeah, well, so and they actually sat down for two hours the oh night before and they plotted it out on a TriMet map. And the key element was that they figured out. You can go up on the tram, and you don't have to come back down. Oh, so they actually so on the aerial tram. It, on the aerial tram. So that's what we did. That's yeah. what we yeah. did. But we 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 stayed. We took that like, was really the eight smart or something down. We did you go to, to get to the transit center? Well, that, so that's where so they went down the back, is, and yeah, they, they got kept to going the west. Uh, yeah. yeah, so we came back into town. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I was pretty surprised at the scores at the end because I felt like we like we had very little downtime. We were pounding pavement pretty hard. The only we down, had a pretty we, good organization we had to take of like, some, what like we were emergency doing bathroom downtime. Right, right. But that was about <laughs> it. Maybe not emergency. No, that's um, a little overstepping. <laughs> um, but uh, and you know, I thought I thought we kind of mapped out our route. Like we or, we did the missions in a pretty logical order and stuff. So I'm like, whatever. We're probably not going to get first place, but like we're probably going to be. I I think you half, guys half the you score guys were pretty of the high. number one. But like the number we're one like team was six like or something. Five well, five times. It was, yeah, well, it yeah. was designed that way. Yeah. So essentially, I couldn't it was, figure out like what this magic. So the magic multi- was how, that how your transit center score. <laughs> so your transit center score. If you went to a transit center that no one else went to, it tripled for the entire mission. Wow. Right. Okay. And so that was one of so the key things. So we actually yeah. designed a robot that tweeted out every time. So a transit center had been to and only one team had been to it with the hope 
Then that, everyone's going to attack that transit right. center. Which, which right. actually, it did work out pretty well, but I didn't realize... I think you guys gamed the system where you waited... Were you the team that waited wait till hours after you had been to the transit center no, and tweeted that out because no. a, a couple we teams a figured out delayed, that was happening though. and oh. they went to far out transit centers and then they held on to the tweets huh. so that teams <laughs> could oh snap we yeah. did we did bat some cleanup on some teams that thought they were going to get a ton of points and then yeah. we kind of cleaned up after them like yeah. no thank you we got <laughs> yeah. that one too yeah, yeah. So, i did yeah, we did do some of that i did like to see um i think your team was one of the teams that did it but so that you know you got the auto tweet that retweeted it and said like you know team yellow has been the only team to visit yes. the you know we got Sunset that a couple Transit times Center, and, I, and i was and, like eh, we won't be for long yeah and i loved it when people like replied to the tweet with their tweet i was yeah. like not anymore not <laughs> <laughs> we did do that yeah. with someone yeah, yeah. It was, i thought that was really good I, I and like this is the thing that worked really well in the game design Literally, no one has ever mm-hmm. been so excited about visiting a transit <laughs> center, right? So right. Okay, no, it's true. It's, it's true. Yes, like <laughs> transit centers don't necessarily enjoy the best reputation. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. No. They don't right. usually no. inspire so much like competition to right. visit them. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we still we haven't described the missions, guys. Sorry. Oh yeah. We, Sorry. We sort of did. Now, well, the first mission is transit spy in which you have to board well at least five different public transit lines and obviously tweet a photo and then you get bonus points for a transit route that isn't part of trimets what was that yeah we could we had a couple guesses so yeah Yeah. um the real key to getting this so what a lot of people kind of found it was on a saturday and a lot of those suburban lines don't they they only come into portland um because it of weekday traffic however the way to get it was to go to union station because the wave is parked there for most of the day on saturday so you could have taken a picture with the wave without it really getting on to it um, and that would have counted. The, yeah, because it's, it's a, a I literally transit. said wave in there, but um, yeah, I mean, it's a we, rural, it's a non-Portland we, transit system. We decided not to cheat, though, so. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> cheating. It's not cheating. Uh, Where does wave go? The goes to Tillamook. Oh, okay. Mm. It's actually one of the most underappreciated low-car oh, camping. The, that is the wow. Tillamook bus. I've taken it. Yeah, it's good. I didn't know it was called the wave. <laughs> it's called the wave. Just call it the Tillamook bus. Yeah, it is. Um, it's a transit bus that um, it, it runs like four or five times a day, oh. depending yep. on the day of the week. And it takes you from downtown Portland all the way out to um, Tillamook. And then or it's only, back. And, or back. And it's only 12 miles from Tillamook to Cape Lookout, which is yes. pretty much wow. my favorite bike camping spot on the coast. Um, Except if so, you want to build a fire. Well, it depends on the time of year. Um, uh, but, yeah, it's a and, – and what I like about it is it actually can be a winter bike camping. Like, you can even – you can go book a yurt at Cape Lookout oh, in the winter. Right. Yeah. Right. And so if you're willing to ride 12 miles in coastal winter weather, that's yeah. not Which that much. great, but yeah, not, yeah, that's not pretty doable. Either, yeah. you, you can curl up by your, you know, theoretical fire you might be able to build by the end. Well, in a yurt. <laughs> A little bit easier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a heater in the earth. Um, no, I, I. Anyway, so that's the wave. We're getting off track here. I'm sorry, guys. That's all right. Some on more this, information on this for the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's never happened never. before. Mission two. Intercept. Uh, oh, sorry. This is the one we already mentioned. Uh, visit at least three official transit centers and tweet a photo of your team at each. 
uh, with the transit center's name visible in the background. Which got Which a lot of important. people got hung up on that. Yeah. 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 We, yep. we got one where, It's because like, people didn't, didn't want to leave yeah. their train. No. So, right. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. right. And it's like, guys, you could have taken a picture at any map. Like, there's yeah. no one to prove. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yep. There was a couple. Like, we ran out. Took a picture and like ran back. Yeah, I was really trade. impressed when teams managed to do that. I mean, the thing is that the transit center tends to be a terminus for a lot of like a lot of transit centers are terminuses for lines. So often there is a really long layover yeah. that then you can just go back. So, um, and then the next one was Air Lair. Oh yes, that was take the aerial tram, right? Yeah, but so, which had. One of the most impressive moments of the entire day. Yes, yes. yes. And so glad every, to hear that. Yeah. Everybody was like, "How did? What? How did she do that? <laughs> break into happen? somebody's house How did last she do night? That? Like, oh. yeah. So, so you had to look down to get the secret code in order to activate. What was it? The um, um, it was part of the name uh, of the destination that oh, you had yeah. to land, land at at the end of the yeah. Entire it was the thing. numbers to the address yeah. for the end right. destination? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you guys are all going into this not knowing where the end is today. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which, is, right. which, although I did tell you it was it, what neighborhood it was in, because I didn't okay. want people to, like, be like, oh, crap, I'm on the other side of, like, not, you know. If someone, like, broke the code incorrectly and they're headed out to, like, Newburgh or something. But, right. <laughs> well, and I just, like, because it was transit-oriented, a lot of people didn't have their bikes. So right, it was right. like, oh, you're going to have to They'll have to leave a car in the neighborhood yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sure. So, it's, it, I mean, I don't. people may not even know, but there's an aerial tram that's part of the public transportation system in Portland. Yep. And um, it's really cool. I actually just go out there and go on it just to look for, the, like, the nice view, not yeah. as part of my commute or anything. But it's, it's, a, it's a cool place to take people when they're new to Portland. It's it's it actually a cool little, like, 10, 15 It's cool to even just minute. watch sometimes. Yeah. The little, I don't and know And that's a relatively recent development, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, cool. and I worked under it for a year. I was, okay. I, there's a, the, the North America's largest bike parking area. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. So I was right. a bike valet. So I worked, like, six at, starting <laughs> at 6 a.m. parking bikes at the bottom of the tram. Right. Because it's relatively small. It can fit about 40 people. So, at, but it... OHSU is the number one employer in the state, which is on the top of a hill. It's our hospital. Right. And that's and why it the aerial the tram two halves of, the... of the campus. Because yeah. they had nowhere to grow because they're on top of a hill, which right. is a terrible place to put <laughs> a travel one hospital. Right. Um, and on the bank of the river, yeah, so they yeah. can't grow into the river either. So it takes yeah. it takes two and a half minutes by the tram, but it takes 20 minutes by car okay. to get up to that ca- wow. from the campuses because right. it's up a hill. So it's it's a pretty phenomenal piece of infrastructure, but anybody can ride it. Right. A lot of people don't know that. And you can use the free bike valet at the bottom to park even if you're not an OHSU employee. And uh, on your way up, you had to scout around and look for a number printed on a what ended up being a giant tarp in someone's yard I'm, that you saw yeah. from, like, several hundred feet in the air. <laughs> so how did this happen? Yeah, what's the story? How did this work out? Um, I have amazing friends. <laughs> uh, my friends, Kim and Brad, live underneath the tram. And initially, we were going to put it on their roof, and then we realized like they're actually close enough that we we actually just put it up on sticks in the backyard, okay. oh. which um, ended up being a lot safer for us to do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we did like a tri- I had to do like a trial run to make sure I could like, <laughs> see it from the tram. Um, and then Brad was amazing, and he actually set it up on the morning of like we set it up on like tent sticks essentially in the backyard, and I, it was like 105 degrees in the like week before my birthday, <laughs> oh, right. yeah. and ah. I had to. Um, I had to make that. I don't. I live in an apartment. I don't have a yard, so I had this massive, like fifteen by 
25 banner that I took out into the courtyard of my building and was like, and, which is like has a restaurant like on the ground floor. Right. And everybody was just watching me in like 100 degree right. weather, like make these giant numbers on this. <laughs> and I had so many wait staff come out and be like, what is what she is doing? Right. Yeah. So um, we had another person trying to communicate with aliens, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I would explain what I was doing and it made even less sense. <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, so I'm making these numbers to put on a tarp in a backyard for this air- so that people could see it from the aerial tram for this transportation related scavenger hunt I'm running for my 30th birthday. <laughs> totally normal. Right. Oh, another one of those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, that was air layer mission four. Transit T. Transit T. Did we? The whole we thing was to, like kombucha oh, thing. That was yeah. a kombucha one, yeah. There was a secret tra- kombucha economy in the spies. It was complicated. Thanks, Lillian's dad. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thanks, Lillian's dad. It's whiskey. And then Lillian's yes. editing for some. He, w- he had like a two paragraph digression about the Iran Contra hearings in there. Oh, my God. I want to I read this. I, I can, we I we should release a director's oh, cut. Yeah, of yeah, the, yeah. The, um, actually, maybe I'll get my dad in here and record a director's <laughs> cut. No. Oh, Lord. That would be great. <laughs> um, so our mission in this one was oh go to Velocult, and there was yeah there was we a little the... um, number station. Yes, yeah, there was a there was a, a, a guy undercover who would who was stationed there and uh, had a little radio that you would pop the headphones on and listen and transcribe the the alphanumeric code that was coming in. I I wasn't the one who listened. Oh, that listened. was Justin. Jonathan. 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 Yeah. Dang it. Um, yeah. We we even put like vintage sound on it to make it sound like it was oh, coming cool. from it. Yeah. So initially that was actually a radio transmitter because I live in the kind of household where I just happen <laughs> to have a radio transmitter. Of course. And um, you were just down the street. That's like down. That's yeah, that, relatively so that close was originally yeah. not at Velocult. So okay. that was originally in the courtyard that I just previously oh. described. Hmm. And it was so hot when I was making oh, that yeah. sign yeah. that I was like, people are not going to want to sit out here and transcribe right. it. Um, and doing the FM transmitter in the... So it was already really complicated because, like, people don't have radios. So we were, like, <laughs> initially, like, the vintage store across from our house, they were going to, like, have the radios and you were going to have to go get mm. handheld radios from them and then, like, bring it out and tune it into the station. It's actually, like, really hard without a digital tuner. It, I mean, it was like, it's a 200-foot radius. It complies with FCC regulations. <laughs> so um, it is not a pirate radio station. Right. And because of that, like... You were on the third floor. You could totally see it. And we were going to have a backup monitor that showed the numbers just in case. Like, uh, yeah. But um, I think it worked out better this way. It wasn't as, like, romantically, we really were very excited about doing it the FM transmitter since mm-hmm. I just happened to own an <laughs> FM transmitter. Yeah. Um, but it was it worked out well. And then yeah. people got to go into Vela Call. Yeah. A lot of teams stopped and had a beer mid. mid that or was like a good a beer sandwich. stop. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, the except was, we were yeah, just... Yeah, the sound was so good Yeah, in, oh. that, yeah, in that transmission that uh, we left the pennant there. We, yeah. Yeah. Oh. So we just you know. we, were, we had to run and just squeak by to make it to the... Uh, which might be the next one. But that's what lit the fire under... Was the karaoke uh, bus that we were trying to, to oh. make it to. amazing Kesha number. Oh, yeah. Oh. Yes. yeah. <laughs> Little do you guys know that all of the volunteers had extra pennants for teams that yeah. lit their pennants <laughs> because... I have a what if things go wrong list. Uh, 
But the only people we could have got one from on the bus would have been the bus driver, who's, no, there's not, a, there, who's not an internal there was guy, a volunteer so he station. wouldn't have had one. No, there is a volunteer station. Oh, there was. The, okay. Yeah. Um, Lauren Hudgens. Well, I wish uh, we. Oh, yeah, we held. We yeah. literally held up the. We literally stood in front I of the I bus. Was, I was on the you bus. Were, you were, oh, that's right. We had we just gotten on it, and we were preventing it from leaving with our bodies. Yeah. Well, there, well, yeah. Medusa, there was a song uh, and Jonathan happening. ran back. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I mean, there was. It. So one yeah. of one of the bonus points was for for bribing. To keep with the theme, bribing yes. the driver of the karaoke bus, which we haven't even got to as a mission. Right. But I, I, I was like, props if that team just figures out they can just bribe the driver. Like that's right. <laughs> One of the teams bribed the driver, which was really just tipping, right? With, right. with a good right. picture. Um, uh, one of the teams actually literally bribed the driver to go slightly off his route to stop and drop them off at, um, at the. In Industrial Southeast, there's like a furniture store that has the actual PDX carpet. Oh, right. Yeah. Because you got bonus points for um, a picture with the PDX carpet. And they right. knew off the top of their head that there was they had yeah. that there. City yeah. Liquidators, that's the name that's of it. it yeah. yeah. Cool. And I actually Very wondered smart. if a team was going to figure out that there was, it was at, it was at City Liquidators and made in Oregon, and teams made it to both stores, hmm. figuring out that they could do that. We got a postcard. Where did I think we, we got it at Made in Oregon. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I was impressed with the teams that actually up. went all the way to the airport. Uh, yeah, at least one or two, right? Yeah. Oh, I think about half the teams went. Oh, yeah. really? Wow. Yeah. They were hoping to... Well, that's not really a transit center, though, is it? No, yeah. but um, right before it, was it is... bonus um, for oh, Cascade? one of the... Cascade is a transit right. center, which makes literally no sense to me from there's a... No other, there's <laughs> no other lines that go there. Um, I, there is a couple bus lines that do. Oh, interesting. But, um, yeah... Cascade is a transit center, which is part of the reason we built this. Um, we were initially going to have a station at the airport, actually. We were gonna, oh, wow. We you were going to make every team go mm-hmm. out there. Yeah, we were going to work with the airport staff. Um, the You know, the volunteers who, sta- who station themselves at the info booth there, which I've mm-hmm. never understood why anybody does that as a volunteer gig. Um, <laughs> I didn't know it was a volunteer gig. It's a gig. volunteer gig. It wow. like literally says volunteer wow. booth. I'm starting to understand, like, if you're retired and you just like talking about your city, I don't, you know, because it's like fun to see visitors' enthusiasm, I guess. I don't know. Sure. But we were thinking about how to, because they're actually very amenable. I've worked with them for a lot of conferences. And so PDX, like, loves it. I mean, they, like, retweeted, like, all the tweets that anybody did from um, TriMet. The streetcar and Bikey Town, hilariously. <laughs> I mean, they were all Even over. Even though it was it. banned from, yeah. 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 <laughs> so uh, let's let's talk about the the whole Twitterverse. Oh yeah. Uh, portion of. Oh, this. we didn't describe the karaoke. Oh bus. yes, the karaoke yeah. bus. So you had to. <laughs> Get a picture of of your team there singing. Were, there were three stops okay. for the bus, and the bus would kind of travel between the three. And it oh, had yes. a transit tracker where you could go to a website, right? Of course, because Aaron, <laughs> yes, <laughs> your partner. This was this um, was genius. You, by the you way, you could go this to a website great. on your phone and see where the bus was, and kind of reverse engineer where on the like which stop mm-hmm. it was headed to. We had we got tricked by it a little bit though because. We couldn't tell if it was traveling oh, yeah, clockwise way? or counterclockwise. It was doing like a horseshoe or a loop. Because yeah. it, it mm-hmm. kinda had to take Sandy either way and we kinda we started heading one way and we're like, Oh no, wait, no, wait, it's going so the other one. So we, we doubled back. We're gonna make it a U so mm-hmm. we were gonna do it at out and back and the main reason that we um the the way that we structured it is because teams get twice as many chances to catch it. Right. Um 
uh, like it will have a shorter wait time, but we thought about a lot about the routing. <laughs> we we were that was actually one of the harder things to do, partially because I don't drive, and so I had no idea. I was like, "This is a bu- I don't know buses. Where do you where do cars drive? <laughs> I'm like, uh, we'll just take down Tillamook, right? And we'll like <laughs> turn on we'll turn on you know a bike boulevard. Um, yeah, so I had a lot of trouble. That was actually challenging cut, cut to do. A backyard, sure. Well, and we were we had to do a lot of figuring of like, okay, so what. Like, what's too close and too far from Max Lines? And also, like, can we make it so it's something um, that makes it faster to get? Like, you know, and it ended up, it did make it faster to get from, um, essentially, OHSU stop, the aerial tram, up to Vail Occult, if you, if you decided to do that. Mm-hmm. However, there were a bunch of transit centers on the way if you went mm-hmm. on the MAC. So right. it, some teams yep. chose to do one way or the other, but... Um, yeah, we had to think a lot about that, but also how long does it take to sing a karaoke song? Like we were like factoring a lot of like, oh, okay, really? if there's mm-hmm. a queue in and two teams show up, and then will they will they have to stay on for an extra loop? Right? Are they going to miss a stop if they have to do their song still? Yeah. 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 Sure. Um, here's the thing I learned about karaoke bus guys. It was a great idea in theory. Not so good in execution. Well, I I think it was fun, but I don't think it was the level of fun I wanted it to be. Because it turns out, because I the reason I integrated it is that. At the XOXO Festival, one of the nights, their surprise was that their hotel shuttle was a karaoke bus instead of just being a regular bus. And I had a freaking fantastic uh-huh. time. It was like, I never knew that it was a life goal to sing Bjork dressed <laughs> as Bowie while going over the Willamette, uh-huh. but it was. <laughs> uh, like, I checked off that bucket list item as I was doing it. Um, the So I thought it was really awesome, but it turned out like there were some key elements one, it's really hard to have that much fun on a karaoke bus when you're worried about completing a bunch of tasks. Mm-hmm. Oh, you yeah. know, okay. like because yeah. you you people, it takes a while. Like get into karaoke bus mode, and mm-hmm. like if you're worried about like, oh, okay, well we got to like just sing the song, um, and it's a lot better at night. Oh, and, yeah, most definitely. And okay. the bus took the highway a few times, and it was like hot on the bus because there's no air conditioning because it's an old school bus. And because of that, the windows were open, and it like kind of oh, sucks to really, sing. Yeah. It made people's hair look great in videos, <laughs> like, but it was like hard to hear the songs. I think it was like a lot less fun. Almost all my best photos from the day are from the karaoke bus. Well, your every, team, everybody oh my looks god! Great. Oh, no. yeah. I think your team won best dancing, right? Yeah, yes. 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 that's, that's, that's the yes. first and last time I'll ever win any sort of dancing <laughs> recognition <laughs> in my life. Yeah. No question. Yeah. I, have, I have lived with Jonathan, who was your one of your teammates, of several times. And he he has been. I have seen him with a broken ankle still win the dance floor. Yeah. <laughs> this does not surprise me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we had a couple ringers. I thought, yeah, and the Kesha song that you guys did really good. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a classic yeah. TikTok. He I kept, remember he kept sitting... giving me the Jonathan kept giving me the mic, and I I've never heard the song before. <laughs> you life. had no use for the mic I, no. after what yeah. you did to no. that pennant. Yeah, no. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I remember sitting down on the bus and being so happy to be seated. Mm. I was like, oh, this is great. And like reading through the passport. And then, like, okay, three your team is of up. The team. <laughs> right. Well, and I don't know, like, it didn't quite click that, I, like, I was like, oh, I guess they're just doing Kesha for fun. And then they'll do like a transportation theme song. Uh. So I was just like, sort of 
I was like, I'll just kick back for a song. And then the magic happened, and I was like, oh, I guess that was that was our song. <laughs> I, um, was, yeah. So that was one of the things that I, I put song suggestions in there, partially because I had an extra page to fill in the yeah. passport. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is cute. But like people thought they were mandates. mandates yes. yeah. um, and so, yeah, that was... One I, of actually, I want like, you to sing what you want to right. sing yeah, yeah, karaoke. Yeah, yeah. I no, studied I those songs on right. YouTube. I was like <laughs> pouring over them. Oh, Maybe this one's more that, in my range. Jonathan well, was I could like, really belt. Yeah, and then, yeah, then, but I then it worked out. That poor it driver was... had to hear the wheels on the bus 17 times. Yeah, Lauren, Lauren, who loves karaoke and volunteered to do the karaoke bus, it was a, it was a, we had the karaoke bus for four hours. She said, Two and a half was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> she was, yeah. like, she was yeah. like, I was I was pretty done by hour two and a half. Um, especially because she ended up having to ride alone a lot. And oh. I love like private room karaoke by myself. Yeah. Like you get to like warm up. But there's a point at which that's not that much fun when it's on a sunny moving bus with yeah. no, with open windows with, yeah. and you're no by AC. yourself. Yeah. 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 And like yeah. a limited song list. Well, two quick more things about the karaoke bus before we move on. Um, number one, I thought it was one of the best parts of the day. Partly <laughs> yeah, because we got yeah. to sit down. But also just because <laughs> yeah. it was like, yes. it was just yes. like a super bonkers, silly, fun thing. <laughs> that was the goal. But the other thing was like we happened to get on right when you were kind of like taking a dip out of admin job. and. Yeah. We saw your yes, first of several war- full wardrobe changes. <laughs> that was the second. At that point. That was second. the second. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I did have three <laughs> three wardrobe changes. <laughs> totally normal. I don't know what people are talking about. <laughs> this so was I, part I of thought, the planning I of thought the day. it was a success, like, you, ha- though, yeah. you had your, your beginning They were wardrobe. all transportation themed, too, because I'm a ridiculous human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my beginning of the day was like my serious spy romper. It was like black and white, but then I had like a map serious. of Berlin scarf cape integrated mm-hmm. into it that I oh, sewed yeah. on, and um, and transit themed sunglasses, uh, yeah. huh. um, which I just happened to own. But I got on the, <laughs> I just got on the streets of Paris, and then I um, my belt for the romper was a I used um, uh, crap. What's it called? The Shrinky Dinks, and I made myself earrings based on all the transit systems. That were in use, so I had to switch them out. So I had like an aerial tram earring, oh, and, a, wow. and I had all I had four different types of. I used actual TriMet buses, so I had a Type Four and an old one. Oh my gosh! And um, <laughs> and then my belt buckle was a um, Type uh, Type Two Max, so I had like a double wow. double Max belt buckle. I'm. <laughs> this was really a thing I needed to be doing. Yeah. Was making tricky dinks while organizing this event. This did take it back a little bit. Yeah, no, feeling sl- like a wedding where there are these like s- as as the like guest like small waves of guilt of like oh my god she worked so hard <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but then like realizing oh like this is fun for you yeah, yeah. this is also <laughs> so, fun for you some people I don't are feel crazy so enough that they have fun yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> uh, most of the cute things at the end party were all my mother so yeah oh those she were really cool yeah to, she, she went needs over to the... be paid for that work <sighs> i mean not that specific work please you know, tell her like, that i've been yeah, trying to tell her to open yeah. an event planning yeah. business she used to work in politics and so yeah. her like and before that was a florist and <laughs> oh, so like her skill set is such a random collection but it's of just like, the right uh, yeah. skill set yeah. that you mm-hmm. need yeah yeah that's but amazing. She, I, you know, we, we kept being like, you need to do this and get paid for it. And she's like, oh, I wouldn't put this much work in if I was getting paid. And we were like, that's what? <laughs> Something about that logic is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> she did hand cut out circles for the curtain to the garage. 
She she made all of the we had transportation station fake station posters that looked oh, like Oh right, yes. Yeah. And those were all I have the Hollywood in my house one in my house now. But she <laughs> hand cut out all those letters. Oh, really? Mm. She like found the font from from uh New York City subway system and it, oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. What a trip. Um, I mean, I also hand design passport stamps and a fucking passport. <laughs> that's so. true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so real quick, we should probably wrap up a little bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, we didn't really finish. Wait, yeah. No, we, we, we didn't, didn't get to the last mission. Oh, yes. <laughs> this guy, this motorcycle is just doing laps. Can I get a LaCroix before we? Sure. Do you... I got this. Uh, oh, yeah. We have two more. Okay. Mission six passport, and that was one of a couple somewhat time sensitive. We could do the missions almost in any order, uh, or like somewhat concurrently, um, but uh, we had to go basically, oh, get our visas made, uh, which was awesome, um, at Books with Pictures, the amazing comic book shop um so we and we actually did get we got like visas made i'm holding <laughs> one we got physical fake ideas yeah, um, <laughs> created which one of my amazing. more proud fake graphic design moments <laughs> like no so good i i photocopied a bunch of visas which i think is like patently illegal to like get the right <laughs> back pattern oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. but if you look it's actually the trimet max system oh, um, underneath that back pattern is like wow yeah so yeah there was a there was a page in the passport <laughs> that was a fake visa with no photo and you had to go there find the undercover agent who would take a picture of you yeah a on photo the spot, sticker not just they didn't out, just hand you tape yeah, yeah print out a photo <laughs> sticker that you could peel and stick into your into your passport to That's make a fake visa. That's an amazing piece of machine, too. Yeah, it's like, a cool yeah. kit. Yeah. yeah. Aaron did all the planning for that one. The uh, he, Anything software-related was essentially my sweetie Aaron Parecki. Mm. He, like... I mean, he built the entire... We literally had a very complicated scoring piece of software <laughs> right. that, like, put all the tweets into a queue, and then we, like, approved and disapproved them, and it told us what we were looking for. And wow. we actually... I had, like, eight people scoring... And, um, you know, I met with Michael Anderson about the last one. and was like, yeah. hey, what are the things you would do again? And he's like, Twitter was not as scalable for scoring as we thought. And so I was like, okay, well, I will design a system to overcome that. <laughs> and then we actually had too many people scoring. Like, our scorers, like, left. I mean, I was able to leave and, like, go on the karaoke bus for a little bit. Uh -huh. But also, like, I barely touched scoring at all, which I was planning on possibly having to be on it all day. And, like, we had people, like, go leave scorers wow. leave for lunch for several hours oh. i mean it was like really really easy because he built a really good system <laughs> so and it's really pretty i mean everybody had like an assigned color and their twitter pictures were integrated and <laughs> really glad he overbuilt it fun employed yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so makes it easy to make him make projects and um, then and then mission seven was kind of a uh uh odds and ends type of thing if yeah I'm remembering right yeah what was your favorite one of that list? So, it's it's kind of a information gathering theme in the description, but uh, uh, t so get a picture of team member team member getting a fare inspected by a TriMet worker, uh, someone using their employer provided pass to ride TriMet, uh, a receipt from the books with pictures, um, 
that was great because I bought some little indie zine for a dollar, and I was like, I never would have bought this. I, that was, it was the goal. So I was yeah. like, thank you. Yeah. I yeah. was like, I don't feel bad about giving points for supporting a small local business. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, and their like average item costs like three dollars. Yeah. So. yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, it's it's hard to pick a favorite here because we. I think there was a couple that I thought were really good. One is team members dancing in the Portland streetcar, which was our other big dance. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys did a real um, which, good job there. Again, we had a couple ringers on the team. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I really, I just kind of a small sweet moment was uh, one of them is a team member wearing a TriMet branded yeah. piece of clothing or gear, and there was that an off cootie cool. woman yeah. who who uh, Jonathan approached about um, like, hey, I don't know, is it okay? Uh, Could we just get a picture wearing your hat? Yeah, can I borrow your hat? And she was like, no, that's really not – I can't do that. That's like – you know, that's part of my uniform and I would get in trouble if I gave you part of my uniform and you strutted around the max pretending to be me, (laughs) right? But then she dug through her bag and just on that unique specific day, she happened to have two pride pins with the TriMet logo on them that had been issued to her. And I remember what – why she said she had them. She was bringing one as a gift to her nephew, yeah. or I can't Something. remember Someone the exact. Else. Yeah, 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 yeah. But she had brought an extra for no specific reason. She brought an extra, and she just gave it to Jonathan. Oh, that's it was really, really sweet. it was just a great, cute moment. And that was one of the reasons that one of my big takeaways from the day was like, um, I never like sat and thought about how amazing all these people are that make this whole shit work and keep this <laughs> town running. But all of them are like to a to a person were like amazing and indulgent and funny and like sweet and helpful and just like would drop whatever they were doing like i'm a person who like if i'm on my phone on the max and someone tries to talk to me i'm like i'm on my phone please fuck off but every single person like, we rolled yeah. up on no matter what they were doing or what they were in the middle of they would just drop what they were doing and be like how can i help you like what how can i <laughs> yeah. be in your corner for this and that was just really awesome to be reminded of what the special people that make the whole system work yeah there was this there was a story at what is it uh human Oh, the not transit on tap, but oh, humanity on wheels, humanity on wheels. And like it was a story about like the golden rule of riding transit is like you mind your own business. Mm -hmm. And so to to not do that. Right, to was, predicate the whole thing was, on bugging yeah, on, people like, on public like, transportation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were, everyone was a very good sport. Yeah. 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 I, w- I had warned TriMet ahead of time that this was coming. <laughs> so oh, the yeah? bus drivers that were on shift that day were mm-hmm. at least vaguely, or if they had been a p- paying attention at morning roundups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they also get called in at 4 a.m. Right. That's when they start. So I've been in the bullpen a few times. That's where they all, right. that's where yeah. TriMet drivers come from. And yeah. The 4 a.m. drivers are a very different mood than the 7 a.m. drivers. I imagine so. Actually, they tend to be the more chipper crowd. It's very interesting. Ah. The 4 a.m. drivers. 4 a.m. drivers come with their own coffee versus the 7 a.m. drivers. <laughs> oh, but okay. It, that was one of my I, my favorite from a scoring perspective was High Five, a TriMet employee mm. who was on this mm-hmm. list. Mm-hmm. And yes. I got such adorable photos. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was like really cute. So, yeah. And I also loved how stoked people were to get fare inspected and how much people people worked really hard to convince people that were not fare inspectors but were TriMet employees to fare inspect them. I could be stealing this. I could be stealing this ride. How would you know? There were some people that were, like, obviously not even on the max that were, like, sitting at the the station. 
And they were like, they like kind of cursory looked at it like for yeah. a staged photo. And I was like, I'll give you points. Because you like went out of your way to ask a Triman employee to we, check your fare. We definitely approached a guy, yeah. at, an off-duty driver. Yeah, some he was just sitting at, at a, a stop. stop. Outside yeah. of books with pictures. Yeah. yeah. He was great. He was great. Yeah. Um, we had one driver that was so excited about it that a team gave them their passport. Because this guy was like, I think they had an extra one because like uh-huh. their team had gotten moved around, so they had an extra one. But they gave him a passport, and he was like, "This is great! I'm gonna look this up when I get home." Yeah. And he was like super stoked about it, and that made me that's, really happy. So, that's great. Um, yeah, and I think the pennants work better. One of the things with uh, Portland photos, it was balloons, mm-hmm. but Trivet was really uh, concerned about like blocking line of vision yeah, yeah. for drivers mm-hmm. and stuff. And the pennants worked really well because you could like you could safety pin it to your bag or right, something right. and not. Wasn't going to get in anybody's line of vision. So that was probably the best thing I did for TriMet. (laughs) (laughs) So teams went to nine different jurisdictions Hmm. uh, over the course of that. And our youngest participant was eight and our oldest participant was 68. So that's amazing. Yeah. (laughs) And it it just goes, I think it's a, it's a great testament, not only to like the TriMet system or, or the public transit system and how, how well it works, but just how much fun one can have. Yep, scavenger hunts. On a $5 pass. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. right. Right. It's, we rode for the whole day, went all over everywhere, and saw all kinds of different things for $5. It was really yeah. Mind yeah, people out. don't yeah. really realize how far you can get on TriMet. The, um, yeah, well, hopefully someday TriMet pays me to organize this for them. And then, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, how cool it. would it be for, like, an annual, like, kind of thing for, for TriMet? So, like, People may know that I used to be a grant writer for transportation mm-hmm. nonprofits, and so I strongly considered actually getting asking Metro to be a fiscal sponsor for this. Oh, um, really? Yeah, and like I almost had five one c three status. I was getting an umbrella sponsor, and um, I was just going to apply for like a five hundred dollar. They have like small events grants that sure. like are about like connecting with your city and like meeting your neighbors. And I was like, oh, we're doing all of these things, right? right? <laughs> um, and uh, and Metro's really they fund our transportation system in the region um and i ended up deciding it was like too weird because it was my birthday party and Uh, it's like weird to be like hey government agency would you (laughs) like to fund my birthday party um so my business just funded it um but the portland aerial tram donated all of those tickets because it's normally four dollars to ride the portland aerial tram but i really wanted to do that challenge so um they donated they just generously just gave me a whole that was cool that's so cool they also were doing a thing they were running an event that day <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. right that we were just bulldozing right through yeah <laughs> this aerial tram guys are so good i mean that was my one like real like human experience with uh trimet before this event was um i had a friend who wanted to bring his uh, partner to portland to propose to her oh and he was like where would be a cool place to do it like maybe there's a pretty park and we could you know uh, he wanted to propose to her and then have everyone kind of jump out and be like, hey, I mean, assuming she says yes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we can do the wedding right now. Ta-da! Right? So, and, and because I'm, or, I'm ordained minister of the Universal Life Church, um, he asked me, and he wanted to do it in Portland, and I was his main Portland friend. He was like, where where could I do it that would be really beautiful to propose to her? And I thought, and I was like, oh, on the, the aerial tram, which was brand new at the time, and I'd ridden it once or twice, and I'm like, wouldn't it be cool to just be like overlooking the whole city, and you're in the tram, and you do it in midair? And he's like, and then we can have, like, the wedding reception at the top when we get off. And I'm like, that's so, I really love that. 
it's going to be really, really extra bad if she says no. <laughs> because no one there is going to know no, that she said no, but you're going to be spilling out of the truth. But, I mean, they had known each other for like a decade or what. I mean, there was there was no real concern of that. So, yeah. anyways, long story short, I went to the to the tram and I didn't know who to talk to. I just kind of wandered around until I bumped into an operator. And I was like, you know, hey, can I talk to you for a second about like a weird idea I have? And he's like, sure, hit me. And I told him, I told him, and he was like over the moon. He's like, I would love to do that. I would love if that was on my shift. If we have like an emergency PA, we can pipe into the tram. If you want me to play music over the emergency PA while he does it. And I'm like, oh my God, this is so good. This is all coming together. But, uh, um, in, in the end, uh, StoryCorps ended up coming through their hometown and he uh, kind of seized the moment to propose to her during a StoryCorps recording. That's really And good. that ended up kind of being even cooler for them because they have the whole thing captured. And, uh, yeah. that's really cool. The, um, I know friends who did get married on the aerial train. Really? Oh, great. Yeah. They, um, they both work for the city of Portland transportation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was like. It was, you know, it was very cute, but they had the whole ceremony on it with, like, you know, oh. Max is 40 guests, right? Yeah, That's yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's cool. Um, but, yeah, it was, it was really sweet. They did the ceremony on the aerial tram, and then they did the reception on the streetcar. Oh, that's, that's good. Yeah. Um, and they just, they just found the longest streetcar route and did the whole thing. That's on awesome. The streetcar is pretty adorable. Cool. Wow. Um, is there anything we should say about Spy 30? Yeah, it was trending on Twitter for a long are you, time. Are you trying to bring day. us to a buttoning up point? Because I, 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 mean, I have like so much more I could go This is a long, this really is a long episode. episode. So There's a much. lot I could get excited um, about still. I, I want to read you the 11-year-old's feedback. Please. <laughs> it was fun. I really enjoyed it, and I'm saving the memory by taping it, all my stickers and everything to my flag thing on the wall. It was also <laughs> very entertaining and fun to navigate the city. I have gotten to know the transit of the city better, even if I... even. If that doesn't matter, since I am a child. <laughs> Thank you for taking the time to put that together for everyone. Oh, it's super mad all that matters, even oh. if you're a child. Yeah. The thing that I loved so much was how much people responded that they have they didn't realize they lived next to a Mac station. Mm, yeah. It's like someone someone responded that they've lived next to a Mac station for five years and they did not realize how <laughs> close to their house wow. it was. And since and they also didn't know they were allowed to take bikes on. And now oh, really? and now yeah, which no. is wow. like I mean, obviously, like, I work in transportation. I think that's obvious. When you're inside the bubble, you know. But yeah. Yeah, Yeah, And um, And she's like, oh, I've taken it three times since the birthday party. Oh, yes. Like, two weeks later, she had taken it three times, and she hadn't taken it in, like, five years. So, um, And I had a ton of people have that feedback. A ton of people said kind of what Jesse said, which is just, I had no idea how far you could get for $5. It's mind-blowing. Yeah. Well, I also got to hear. Sorry, I'm punching in. You're please. trying, you're trying no, to wrap no. up. I also I, got to. I also totally got to hear fine. because we were on the same team. I got to hear the story of how the two of you met. Oh, is this oh. part? Is this part of podcast canon yet? Is this? Oh, is it, this story totally been told? Is. Okay, it has okay, been told. good. Well, it's, like, it's been I'm, told a few times. Oh, it's good. Actually, Thank but. God. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's all, I mean, it's literally every podcaster's dream that like some beautiful girl will just come out of nowhere and just be like, oh, I love your podcast. You want to go on a date? Like, it's like, holy, it actually can happen. I actually, I mean, I, I ran away the first time. <laughs> I, but, all right. I just wanted to make but sure I, I didn't I miss an opportunity to get that to... in there. Lillian's podcast before I might have Ooh. heard Lillian on the show before. Oh, you that's came totally, on. totally true. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you were on. I, I've with been Portland on it. Yeah, and I had the, the Portland Foot Portland podcast Foot, yeah. Yeah, for yeah. years. Oh, I kind of missed that podcast. 
It was less fun when it became a bike podcast for me. (laughs) (laughs) It it just felt like there's a lot of bike podcasts, but there's, yeah, yeah, there's not a lot of transit podcasts. Hmm. The, um, uh, I, my favorite part of doing that podcast was the first time someone recognized my voice in a bar. Hmm. Really? And was like, do you do a podcast? (laughs) Yes. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. Yeah. Now I'm on the radio every week, so it's I that happens Everyone more knows. often. But the <laughs> first time was yeah. Jarring. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna say let's skip news and mail. <laughs> Only because well We have to do my, late. Our doc, well we're running late. <laughs> we're, I am a terrible for I am a terrible co host. Our documents just took a shit on us too. Oh no. Um, oh no. I well, I think the problem is is I started a document on one computer, finished it on the other, but kept it open here, and now it's not reloading any of the changes that I made on the other oh, computer. No. Uh, so that's that's part of why I'm saying let's just skip news. <laughs> yeah, but we... also because of time. Also so, laundry. Uh, and <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes, we got to do laundry, we're and we're heading out to Step Stewart in the morning. In the morning. Yeah. <laughs> so let's just... Are you guys getting in like last bike camping trips before school starts? Yes. First yeah. and last? First, yeah. Yeah, yeah, first and last. So let's just yeah. do our um, ending credits here. All right. And, All right. Uh, hang on a second. Guys, this has been super, super ridiculously fun. Thank you so much for the opportunity to hop on and chat with you. Yeah. This oh, yeah. Thanks, Thanks for coming. Go Team Lime. Team Lime forever. Team Lime forever. I'm out of drink. This We're almost out of lime. That's the same joke I made before. Let's let's try that again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to make like a lime, cut, the, cut the lime lime's up. joke, and I just what? like I couldn't yeah. make it. I couldn't make it go, guys. <laughs> <laughs> right. Never stopped me from making a joke. So. <laughs> Sprocket Podcast is produced at Stream PDX Community Audio Studio, thanks to the generous support of Open Signal. Our website is thesprocketpodcast.com. Email to thesprocketpodcast at gmail.com. Twitter at sprocketpodcast. Thanks to Ryan J. Lane for our theme music. Herbert Bird for our headline sounder. Marcus Norman for graphic design. And thanks to sustaining donors Logan Smith, Shadowfoot, Katharina Melengard. Wayne Norman, Doug Robinson, Ethan Georgie. Justin Martin, Eric Iverson, Cameron Lean. Richard Wazinski, Tim Mooney, Orange and Purple. Glenn Kubish, Matt Kelly, Jim Gooden. Eric Weiss, Doug Cohen Miller, Todd Park. Chris Gonzalez, Dan Gebhardt, who's a time traveler, Zoe Campania. Dave Knows, Chris Smith, Christy Kaster. Caleb Jenkinson, J.P. Cooley, Peanut Butter Jar Matt. Patrick Archain, Sebastian Poulet, Mark Lowe. Hope I pronounced that right. Rich Otterstrom, Andrew in Colorado, Drew the Welder. Anna Krista, John Wasserman. Andre Johnson, King of Division, Josh Zissen. Richard G., Guthrie Straw, Brandon Shelby. Aaron Green, author of We Were Like Sons and founder of the Regrainery. Camp Kite. Campsite. Campsite. <laughs> Mac Nurse David. Kathy at Cycling, Walking, Eating, Talking. Nath- Nathan Poulton. Chris Rawson. Rory in Michigan. <laughs> Michael Flournoy. Jeremy Kitchen. David Belay. Tim Coleman, Mr. T, Harry Hugel. Ed Whitman, E.J. Finneran, Paul Culbertson, if that's your real name. Brad Hipwell, T. 
Thomas Scatto, Keith Hutchinson, Ranger Tom, Joyce Wilson, Ryan Tim, Derek Wagner, Jason Oftenberg, Microcosm Publishing, David Moore, Dennis O'Brien, Todd Grossbeck, and all of our former donors who helped us get this far. Now brush your teeth and go to bed. Whew. You guys have a lot of uh. friends. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> exhausting.